your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Okay, guys, I am so excited to bring you another fantastic guest. And today I'm with the one and only Vicki Martin. And I'm going to read a little bit of her bio and just, I'm sure you guys know her because she is amazing and everywhere. But let me tell you some things you might not know about Vicki. Vicki, uh, she actually became a tattooist first, and that was 19 years ago. She also specializes in areola, which is what most people know her for, the Vicki Martin method, areola, 3D areola pigmentation. And she's traveled all around the world training people and speaking on stage. And so she's a sought out speaker. She also has studied comedy. She's a stand-up comedian. She's freaking brilliant and hilarious. One of the things that I love about being around her is I'm always in stitches and cracking up laughing. So super funny and just smart as a whip and just just really quick and hilarious on that. And also she is a hypnotist and an NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming Practitioner. So fascinating. I love all of that stuff. I think this is why I'm always so drawn to her. And um, she had an event, an online event called Unstoppable, and she's done so much amazing work in the world. I want to just tell you on a personal note, when I was thinking about this, I just really love how, first of all, fantastically talented, obviously, permanent makeup artist, and also has this super spiritual side, which is I think what draws people to her, I was just saying that um, she has this energy, this magnetic energy that people just feel seen around her. Like she just has that spirit to really just see you and see your worthiness. And even though she has done so many things and has so many accreditations to her resume, you never feel like you are less than when you're around her, right? You always feel inspired by her. She's also a super go-getter and very competitive. I've known her for a few years and go ahead and say it. Go ahead and tell them what happened in go-karts. I just beat you. It's as simple (laughs) as that. (laughs) As much as you didn't, when your car turned, I saw an opportunity. We are very competitive on the go-karting field. It was funny. (laughs) Yes. So we were both speaking at an event, a Nouveau Contour event in uh, Orlando. It was in Orlando, right? Orlando, Florida. Or was that Miami? Miami? No, it was Orlando. And then after the event, we went and had some fun with a few people. And we went go-kart racing, you know, racing the go-karts, indoor go-kart racing. Obviously, this was pre-COVID. And we get out there and she was fierce, man. She was cutting me off. <laughs> you were. And I was like, <laughs> you were. What happened to that beautiful soul, Vicky? She's <laughs> she gone. Like, Put me in a go-kart. She's gone. 
<laughs> yes, yes. She, she definitely beat me. She definitely deserves a title. Go-kart racer. And But anyways, so I'm so happy to have her here and just want to welcome Vicky and thank you for being here. Honestly, you said such lovely things about me. That's really sweet. I'm like, me? Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. Well, now you have the recording. So anytime you're feeling down, you just play it back and you're like, yeah, that's right. That's me. That's me. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, All absolutely true. So let's just give them a little, like in your own words, because I'm sure there's some things that I missed. Give them like the 30 second bio. Okay. Some highlights that you feel were like super exciting in your life. Okay. So when I was six, no, I'm only joking. I won't go back that far. (laughs) I remember in the womb. (laughs) When I was a star coming down to my mum's eye. Okay. So my first career was actually an auditor. I was corporate. I was corporate. And basically there's a story around it, but I had the opportunity to change my path and I became a tattooist which was brilliant. And I loved it. I got my creative side. And then obviously, I then stepped into more the eyebrows and eyeliner and and everything else. And then one day, I went to the States to learn areola tattooing. And it was a long time ago. And when I came back, I didn't feel, no offense, massively confident. And I had a client and this was the biggest moment in, I think, in my career for the journey that I'm on now. Maybe I've had a few, but there was a client that that I'd worked on doing eyebrows and she had breast cancer and she just really wanted me to do her areola. And I was thinking, I didn't feel confident in what I learned, but she said to me, you can tattoo. And I thought, I can tattoo. (laughs) So I just I did the areola. I did it in the way that I tattoo and it just went crazy from there. I was very nervous then about posting my work because I was worried about what people would say. Mm. But, you know, now that I'm a little bit older, I've come to realize that the people that might actually say something, they're not actually prepared to get in the ring. So you shouldn't really worry about what people say if they're not prepared to get in the ring. Yes. And, and then I just said yes to, I was already a training school by then, and I just said yes to everything. But that then, over the years, I've been studying the mind, I've been studying how to get over something that I went through years ago, and realized that we can all heal people on the outside to look good. But what I really wanted to tap into is the inside, because all of our insides is where all our beauty truly comes from. And when a woman feels beautiful on the outside, but she's panicking and she's fearful on the inside, that's what I really wanted to tap into. And then that's when I, I'd already been learning all about the mind and everything else before, but that's when I then stepped into NLP. Then I stepped into hypnosis. And then this lockdown, I've qualified in some called subconscious dominance, which helps to actually, yeah, I know it's, so good. COVID for me has been so good. And I'm just really sad that people have suffered, Mm. but I've seen an opportunity and I've I've used my time well. So, you know, from then I started to do the unstoppables for my breast cancer people. And I started to do more motivational speaking. And that's what I was doing more of in Orlando. Am I boring you? No. Is it getting a bit boring? Okay. Because I just feel like I'm going on. You said 30 seconds and I think I've been there about half an hour. Time. (laughs) okay we've had enough and then I think another I think and then a final big part 
that in the last couple of years was me doing that giant boob outside Facebook was really good because I got a lot of connection with women that I could help and it was really nice that we all went there and it was really good that breast cancer people that want to show their body looking complete again they had a voice and it was just really nice and so yeah I think that's about it yeah So I'm going to break that down. So first of all, and just, and pull some things out of it. So first of all, I've never really talked about it, but I also love hypnosis. I listen to it at least once a day. I do like a 30 minute, you know, little hypnosis. Sometimes I'll do it like in the afternoon and kind of, instead of like a nap, it just kind of relaxes me. I've never been very good at meditating to shut off my own mind, but if I have somebody kind of walk me through it and I believe strongly in the power of the subconscious. So I'm really interested. What did you call that again? It's subconscious domination or what is it? <laughs> subconscious dominance. Oh, it's yes. where, okay. Um, it depends on how long we've got, but we are all like blank computers from the age of naught to nine and everything we witness we download into our subconscious mind like something silly, like you could be four and you witness your mum jump up on a chair because she sees a spider run out. You've then downloaded that spiders are scary, that even then when you start to create your more conscious brain, when you're sort of nine and 10 and say you're 30, you you know consciously that that spider is tiny and it can't, it can't hurt you, but you downloaded it. It's embedded in your brain. So We all have all of these beliefs that we gather from a child that maybe a teacher told us we were stupid or a kid said that you were ugly and you've locked that in. So it's about getting hold of the subconscious, bringing out that behavior and replanting another one. And we do it through talking to your fingers. I talk to your subconscious mind through your fingers and it's incredible. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to look into that. I've never heard about that, but I do believe strongly in like you said, like the power of the mind and how, you know, what I know definitely in my life, there were so many limits and ceilings, you know, from my mom being on welfare when she had me and them filing bankruptcy and just a lot of money beliefs that I had to break through, you know, of, you know, money is bad or you have to work hard for money, just a lot of things that I had to overcome. And then when you get to even just being in my, I'm a part of a mastermind and when they were going around and setting their goals and saying their goals out loud, I started thinking, wow, am I dreaming too small? Like, and my goals were feeling like big numbers. I almost didn't want to say them because they felt like crazy. And then I'm hearing everybody else's numbers and they're, and that's not to have comparison, but just to see like where I might be limiting myself, right? Because we all are always striving to grow to that next level. And it's not even about financial, but just even just growth of what I can become or who I can impact and all of that. So I think that's super fascinating. I love that you did that. Yeah, but you know, the simplest trick to help people, and I talk about this a lot, you don't need to go and see a practitioner. You don't need to come and see someone that can do subconscious dominance. Some people want a quick fix. Pure repetition every day saying you are what you want to be because you know, we didn't learn to drive when we were seven, eight, but because we drive every day, you just get in your car and do it. It's in your subconscious. So, you know, I even the simple tricks I talk about a lot when I speak at events is set your alarm on your phone to go off three times a day saying, I am worthy or yes. I am, I have enough money. I don't need to work this hard. You know, 
it's yes. you always have to put I am so yes. you know, mine is I am strong determined because when that alarm goes off three times a day and you read I am what you want to be people don't tell you that I think you're too busy in your own mind thinking oh I haven't done this and I haven't done that you don't very often read nice stuff about you and every day three times a day you start to grow new pathways in your mind and you can you can you're not done for if you had a belief at a young age you can do something about it but you have to pick your phone up set yes. your alarms and you I have love to that. do it yeah you know? yeah yeah I I haven't Sorry, done that, but I'm carried gonna... away no, I love that. I'm going to you say that before, but I do have a few different things that I have. I, I got it from Rachel Hollis. She was saying she journals, but she writes it as like, she used to write, I am a best-selling author before she even had a book. Yeah. Right. And so yes. I got that from her. So you don't write it as like, I want, you write it as it's the present. And so you've got it. Yeah. yeah. Like you've got it. And so I usually say, I am excited. I am thankful or I am grateful. I use them kind of interchangeably, but I am thankful and excited that, you know, my daughters are confident, you know, all of, you know, I write those things for them. And then, for, you know, I have my own stuff that I write that I feel stronger, healthier, more fit tone, or, you know, you write, I do do that pretty. And I also think I got that from, did you ever read the book, Think and Grow Rich? Napoleon Hill. I've read it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And they said and that that's one genius because that was years ago. Oh my gosh. That was like a hundred years ago or something crazy. When, what they're studying, like they're studying like, you know, things before mm-hmm. the industrial revolution and all of that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they talk yeah. about, you know, but that's the same concept of saying it every day. You're supposed to write the goal, how it will impact the world and then, you know, there's certain things about it, but saying it and then say it every morning, they have you say it every morning and every night. But I do love to set it in your phone too. That's so fabulous. I was going to say, I tried to take a little picture of my phone when it goes off in the morning and, and post it just to remind people it's cute. It's a nice thing to do. And it just reminds you to do that. Like, what was the turning point where you were like, yes, I need to study this? Or was there a moment that you said, you know, I think that this might be the key to really helping me. What was that switch that helped you kind of get there? Okay. I talk quite a lot about your mind has a filter system. You probably know, like they call it the RAS. It had a filter. When I went through what I went through before I stepped into this world, I had this belief that everybody was bad and horrible. And I, this was like over 25 years ago, I was a victim. Why, how could, my, my thought pattern was, how could people treat me this way? Why has this happened to me? All of the things you should never ask. And I mean, I could go on and on and on about so much stuff, questions, the way your mind responds to questions. Anyway, I ended up being a recluse for like four years. And then and one day I had to drive somewhere and I stopped at the garage. And as I stopped at this garage to get some petrol, there was a tape cassette called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. And I've spoken about this quite a lot. And for some unknown reason, I bought this tape cassette tape cassette shows how old I am Um, (laughs) I bought this tape cassette and um I started to realize that your life is what you think it is and if you start thinking differently you start noticing different things that actually there's a lot of beauty in the world there's a lot of opportunity in the world I cut myself off from everything because I was just had this belief so I started to realize that there's a better way of thinking So that's when I started reading, started studying. And then from then it just, I started to notice that my life started to change, that I was that victim that was just, oh, why is it? I I actually think I enjoyed 
the attention. I got significance from being the person that moaned a lot. And it was like all of a sudden I recognized it that actually I wanted to be the person that could show the world that actually even in the darkest times, even in the darkest times, and I know at the moment, April, I hope this is okay that I say this, but you can, if you look hard enough, find some little diamond in there that you think, do you know what, this has maybe given me the strength or this has given me then the power to help other people because I've walked that path. I'm probably going on now, but it was that point that I thought, my life doesn't have to be this way. Your life Mm. is so inside your head. It's so inside your head. that If you think differently, your life really is different, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's just like you said, like the perspective you have, like we could both look at the number and from my side, it looks like a nine. And from your side, it looks like a six. And we can both. Yeah, right. And we're both right you know, depending on which side you're on, right? You know, and so you can argue mm-hmm. for that. Oh, there's a great quote that I've heard that says like, if you argue for your limitations, you get to keep them. Right. Like if you, gorgeous. if you argue for the reasons why you can't do something, well, guess what? Then you can't do it. So, you know, if you, if so you look for that. You, your mind takes in, I think it's about 40,000 bits of information a second. And your head would explode if it took all of those in. So it will only notice what you think is important. So if you're if you your mind thinks the world is bad, it's gonna ignore all of the good stuff and only see the bad stuff. So it's about changing the filters in your mind to think, no, do you know what? I'm gonna start looking for opportunities. It's like when you buy a new car, you get a new car and you just see it everywhere. So I think it's about recognizing what you're thinking about and just setting goals setting goals, setting a plan, knowing where you want to go and knowing what you want your life to be like, because then your mind will start noticing opportunities. I sometimes don't think it's woo-woo. I think it's the way the brain works, like the secret. People say the secret the secret is you just manifest it. Uh, maybe there is some magic to that, but I also think that when you say what you want, your mind starts noticing opportunities randomly and you have to, and when you act on it, it just starts opening more doorways and more doorways. Yeah, I totally believe that. And it's funny because sometimes I play like these games with myself where like, even on the simplest things where like, I'll say, you know, I'm going to go for a jog today and I'm going to see a bunny right? You're like, you know, and it's not like you can make that happen, right? I mean, we are, you know, we, you know, we're kind of by the mountains here now. So we do see that, that wouldn't happen in New York City, that's for sure. (laughs) There might be somebody in a costume. (laughs) Yeah, well, you never know. There could be somebody in a costume or something crazy. But, you know, I'll say that and then I'll see that, right? It doesn't happen all the time. But like, you know, there's frequent times where I'll say like, I'm going to look for this or I'm going to expect this great thing to happen. And part of me kind of doesn't think it's going to happen, but the other part is thinking it's going to happen. So I'm super delighted when it happens. And I try to do it on obviously little things and big things. When you were, you know, starting your permanent makeup career, was there a time that you felt like quitting or was there a time that you felt like, oh, especially I think right now, like with you know, Instagram and things like that, you know, people can look and say, oh, my work will never be good enough or my work is rubbish. Look at this person. And was there a time that you maybe had that comparison or felt like in your own time? You know, at the beginning, I was very lucky that I took on doing permanent makeup Um, and my sister, we did it together. We started a business together. 
I was so lucky that I had somebody that I could go to. And I, I have the utmost respect for everybody that steps into this world on their own. Because when you're back behind a head, it can be a lonely world, can't it? <laughs> when you're doing something. Yeah. And I used to think, why am I doing this? Why? And I used to worry and I used to pray. And I used to do this whole thing that I'd stand in the corner and I would just ask for guidance. And then I'd feel like then I would do the best. So yes, there were definitely times, but over the years, it most definitely, the more you do it, the easier it gets. But I can remember those, I can remember those times. Yeah. I remember like at the beginning, like almost shaking when I'd hand somebody the mirror because I was like, what are they going to think? You know what I mean? And like, then, you don't need to look, you know, it's fine. They look good. Just go. <laughs> and then they would say, I love it. And I'd be like, you do, <laughs> you know, great. Yeah, it's so good. You know, cause I was just so worried that they were going to find. And then I was the one that was finding all the little things and more like particular and trying to make it best. And they were just so happy to, you know, yeah. feel better. Yeah. You know, there, there was a time when I first started out and the work didn't flow through, you know, we've all been there and the work wasn't. So I thought I'll start waxing eyebrows just to get people through the door. So I did this little waxing course. And I remember I did this, I did this girl's eyebrows and I didn't wax prop. I put too much wax on the eyebrow. And when I, I stuck the thing really oh. hard and I removed her whole eyebrow. I knew you were going to say it. I was just waiting. I was oh just- my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, I just knew I had to show her. I will never forget that moment. And I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'd rather not. <laughs> I'm just... I have to say it was awful. And I just thought, no, it's just not worth the, the stress for the money you get from it. I thought I'd just find another way of getting people through the door. Yeah. I remember as an esthetician and I was doing like resilience. And then this one girl came in and she was like, my last esthetician would go all the way up the back. And so, and then she's like, she gets on like, you know, all fours, like, and she's like, can you do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not sign up to be a gynecologist. This is not what my life is coming to. And I just remember just feeling like, you know, there's a, those moments like, you know, you're like, this has got to change. So yeah, what's another, like you've had, you've done so much self-discovery and which I love because that's really like the deepest work, right? It's the hardest thing to do is, is dive into ourselves and say, I feel like I've done a lot of that in 2022. Like it was a moment of clarity of like what's really working, what's not working, you know, how am I showing up as a mom? How am I showing up, you know, just in different, you know, things like I needed to really evaluate what I say is important and what I do with my actions that show, you know what I mean? Like what sometimes we say these, these yeah. things are important and then we act a different way, right? They can say, oh, mm-hmm. what's most important? Oh, family time. But I wasn't really fully, you know, in it. And then, you know, 2020, I was fully in it, <laughs> whether I wanted to yeah. or not, right? Like homeschooling yeah. and all that, right? So it was a good turning point. So what would be like a really valuable lesson that you've had through, if there's one, you know, that you could really pitch on the spot with that one? Through my life or through COVID, through? Well, yeah, I would say, I mean, if there was like, you know, if you were like, there's like the, you know how like Oprah says at the end, what is the one thing, you know, or the one thing I know for sure, you know how she used to have that segment. Like, is there like one big valuable lesson, like in, um, in some of the things that you've been through, you can pick, you can pick either COVID or your life or anything. Well, 
I think one of the most important breakthroughs for me that has helped me become a better person is to know that I am enough. It's just to know that I am enough. Because when you truly feel that you are enough, you don't really worry about someone having something better, their eyebrows being better, their training being better. You just, I feel like when I discovered that I am enough, I feel like I can see people more because I'm not actually feeling like, well, she's better than me or she said this or, you know, um, for me, it was just being able to just, it's okay. It's okay if you haven't got the best at this. It's okay if you, just as long as you've got a kind heart and you know that you're doing the best and that, you know, as good as you can as a kind person, I think that was a more of a realization because a couple of times I caught myself feeling a little bit like, oh, she's done that better than me. And it's not a nice thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. You know? Yeah. And I think, and I think we quite often, people, well, sorry, people quite often will maybe come at you with something they might be a little bit aggressive about well they don't really to me thank goodness but someone will say to me oh she said this she did this and I and the answer is is if she truly felt she was enough would she do that and the person's like well no so just send her love and let it go because she's on her journey do you know what I mean yes am I making sense no, it totally makes sense. I remember even just recently getting like somebody, somebody took the time to um, send me an email and, uh, you know, with their criticisms, right? <laughs> and so you're like, I just had to send back like, oh, bless her because who really hurt her where she felt like she had to take that time, that chunk out of her day to yeah. write an email of saying how annoying I was. Yeah. <laughs> I know, poor right? woman. Like, because you could just like, just tur- turn me off or tune me out or unsubscribe or what. I mean, I don't know. You know, there's so many ways to just ignore something, but just like, yeah. Wow, like, what happened that really put you in that pain, you know? I know. Yes, so. exactly. This is the thing. This is the thing. That's why I just think it's it's really nice just to, if somebody does something to you, you I think it's about understanding why they're the way they are. And they're probably just, like you say, they're hurting or they're outing. It's making them feel better. And I think the best thing you can do is literally just send them love and just be like, oh gosh, I'm I hope you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I also have to say, like, I'm not that evolved because for a moment I was like, oh, what? You know, <laughs> so for a moment. <laughs> yeah, you have so, to step back. So let me just say, let me be truly transparent for the moment. I was like, uh, excuse me. I mean, I was a little like the ego came up and then I was like, wow, wow. Like she took this moment. Yeah. So this is why you never, never respond, never respond straight away. Like I've learned. Now, if someone gets me up and I can't like, I can't get into that. Oh, if she was in the, then I will at least have to wait two hours before I respond. Because I think once you just calm down, you're like, no, it's okay. Because yeah. if I was, yeah. 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 I hear that too. Yeah. I've done that too. Back to permanent makeup, beauty bosses, like advice that you would give for people that are just starting out. Like what, you know, what was something that you wish somebody would have told you? Or like, if you hit a, struggle point okay something that I find is really helpful in my life is what especially doing eyebrows is a good example you would do a set of eyebrows 
or do whatever and something creative and you would look in your picture on your phone and you would notice that you've done something wrong. Now, what I think is a really good thing to know is if you're looking at that photo, you actually can't change it. So what I'm saying is, is if you're bothered about something in life and it's playing on your mind, you're like, oh, why did I do that wrong? You have to ask yourself, can I change it? And if you can't change it, you literally got to stop torturing yourself. You've got to think, right, there's a lesson in here because that's how we grow through our mistakes. What is the lesson? And you have to remove it because I spent so much time torturing myself over something I couldn't change for four weeks until they come back. You know, the other day I, um, I ordered a new fridge freezer this is a really wild conversation, but I ordered a new fridge freezer and I, I was waiting for it. The guy called me. He said, yeah, I'll be there in 15 minutes. So I took all the frozen out. I bagged it. Anyway, the long and the short of it was an hour and a half went by and I called them up going, I've got all my frozen on the floor. And they, they said, oh, what address is it? And I put the wrong address. I put the wrong number. <laughs> and I initially, my house address, I initially started thinking, oh, why did I do that? And then I thought, stop, I did that because I'm a human being. That's right. I've learned, right, to check my address in more detail, stop rushing, and I can't flip in change it. So yes. I just thought, Vicky, just let it go. It's done. Put the frozen back in. I'm sure no one will get food poisoning. It'll be all right. <laughs> just don't tell anyone. <laughs> so now as I'm taking quotes from this episode, I'm going to take out, I got all my frozen on the floor. All my frozen on the floor. Fro- so if, if you are in your life and having you're frozen on the floor, <laughs> just put it back in. Which could be, you know, a metaphor for so many things, right? <laughs> yes, it could. Actually, I can see I can see that quite a lot between you and I on comments. I've got my fr- I put the frozen on the floor again. <laughs> oh my gosh. So frozen on the floor. Yeah, but that could be like I was telling Vicky, like I still have a box of Christmas decorations that I need to like put up and out. And, you know, it's like one of those things like I've taken them down, everybody. So don't panic. I have taken the Christmas decorations down, but I still have to get it out. Right. There's always something right. Whether you have mm-hmm. your frozen on the floor or, <laughs> or what. There's or decorations be- in a box. It's fine. It's fine. It's That's fine. right. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. And it it gave you a moment to say like, oh, what part do I play in this? Right? Because that's... Yes. Yes. And so easy to point at everybody else and be like, why aren't you here? Right. And like I say, for the third time. (laughs) As an artist. As an artist. You can edit that out. As an (laughs) artist. Fourth time. As an artist. Fifth time. I spent too much time torturing myself and it's not good on the body, is it? To have adrenaline, torturing yourself. I think the biggest problem a lot of people make is they're frightened to make mistakes, but Mm. ultimately that's the only way we grow, isn't it? Yes, yes. I think the biggest mistake you can make is being too scared to make a mistake because then you're just existing. Yeah, I call it um, perfection procrastination. So Mm -hmm. you don't keep moving because... You get stuck in trying to make it perfect. And there is no such thing as perfect. Like the only way you learn is to, you know, to and to get better is to just by do, you know, you do yeah. and then the clarity comes and then, you know, you, you learn how to do better. And then, so that makes me think about 
I just want to take this little detour for a moment on like how you got the courage to, and not only the courage, the creativity to create a huge, guys, if you don't know, she found this huge blow up balloon boob, right? This big, to show this big areola on the front. And she takes it down to the Facebook quarters, like headquarters, right? And she's like, has like a, a peaceful protest outside. But how did you like, I mean, it's, it's genius and it's gutsy and it's, I mean, so many adjectives I can't think of right now, but how did you think about that? Like, how did you come up with that and how did that come about? So I was talking to, I was getting some stuff printed and this, and I was talking, I wanted some stuff with areolas on. And then this guy showed me this giant blimp and I, and I thought, wow, that would be really good to put a boob on. You know, I had been blocked and shut down over, I don't know, over 50, 100 times, blocked, shut down, blocked, shut down, and no one would respond to me. And I just thought, I have to do something that's going to make them listen to me. And I remember talking to a few people. I spoke to my business coach. I spoke to a couple of other people. Actually, my business coach, she was quite supportive, but a few other people were like, do you know what? You're going to get arrested. And then if you get arrested, you're never going to be able to go to America again. And I was thinking, well, I just trusted that it would be fine. And I just thought, well, if that's how it's going to be, that's how it's going to be. It was a 20 foot, it was a 20 foot inflatable boob. And I wasn't, I didn't realize how big it was until we installed (laughs) it because it was too, it was too big to even practice with. And it just, it's like, it just come to me. Now, April, I believe a lot in meditation. We were, I don't know if we were filming when we start talking about it, but I like to meditate every day. And I do something called transcendental meditation. And what that is, is you have these, it's like, imagine your mind is like a computer screen and you've got so many screens open that when you go to type a simple email, you can't because it's going so slow or your mind can be like that. And when you meditate, it's like it closes the loop. So you have more clarity. It's like you've tidied up your desktop. So when I was meditating, the thought popped in my head. And then I thought, well, what date shall I do? And the date popped in my head. And I just trusted that I was guided or something. And that was what I was going to do. And that's how I that's how I come up with the date. And that's how I come up with the idea. And I was just like, this is what I'm going to do, no matter what people say. If I get arrested, I get arrested. I'm doing something else as well. I've got something else that's just as cool, that's different, but it's it's going to make a big scene as well. And I'm keeping it under wraps until I've got everything to show everybody. But I want to do something at a Facebook, every Facebook around the world on the same day because they've made changes for me. I can do what I like on Facebook, but they won't. I haven't made changes for other artists and they haven't made changes for women in mastectomy groups that want to show other women how great they look. So it's not over. And my next one came to me when I had COVID. I was laid in bed. I woke up and had this dream and I thought, that's what I got to do. So the next one's going to be really good too. Oh my gosh. Then you could write a book. (laughs) what, what, What came to you when you had COVID? I love it. And plus I love a good cliffhanger. So now we're all going to be like, Yeah, so what I'm going to do, if anybody's interested in my world, once I've got everything organized, I'm going to put a shout out on my Facebook to say anybody who's interested in being a part of it, then I will do a Zoom. So I'm not going to post it so much. And then we'll all we'll all discuss it on on a Zoom. 
So good. But it's going to be exciting because we're going to be naughty. We're going to take the power back and we're going to make like power to the people. I love power to the people. Do you know what I mean? I think you just got to stand out, not moan, stand out. Yeah. And so I get excited thinking about it. (laughs) That's what, so that's what I want to tap into. Like, where does that strength, where does that courage come from? I don't know. I just think there's this innate naughty side of me that just says, it's not, not, well, I don't like people saying you can't do something if it's wrong against human beings. I feel I'm very passionate that people get what they you know that they they get what they they deserve it like artists need to show work women need to and it's I don't know where it comes from it's this if someone says it can't be done then I'm like I'm so gonna do it it's like a a drug I don't know maybe I've got this thing as a child that maybe someone said something that that you can't do something and I'm on a mission to prove that I can I don't know do you know I'm not frightened I think is what it is I get excited I, yes. I think I get a buzz from it. Yeah. Well, mm. I always say that like courage is a muscle. Like you have to keep doing it. Like you you do have to kind of baby baby step your way in courage. Like because you do something and then you're like, yeah, I did it. And then you do the next thing. And so you feel a little bit more confident. And, you know, people always say like, like confidence, you know, it comes from being competent, right? Well, after you feel like you did something and you're like, oh, I did it. And then now you get yeah. like, more confident and then more courageous. So you kind of baby step your way there. But sometimes there are moments where people just tap into it. So I was wondering for you, like if there was like a, a shift or a, a wake up or a, like a, a moment, or if you just kind of slowly grew that muscle and like you spoke on stage and then you spoke on another stage or you did this or like, how did it come to you? Was there a moment or was it stepping? No, I, no, I think you're dead right. It was the first time I pushed myself to do something which is scary, I had the fear, but then I had the buzz. And then I had the fear, and then I had the buzz. And I think it's that achieving. I really enjoy achieving. No matter, it's like the first time I did stand up, I was just like, why am I doing this in this tiny pub with all my family? Like everybody was really close. And I was thinking, but then afterwards, the the feeling afterwards, you couldn't bottle it. You couldn't bottle it up. Same as the giant boob event. I mean, us all going back on our co- on the coach was just one of the best moments. That we were frightened. All of us were like, "Oh my god!" We were all like, "Here we go!" Sorry, Lord, by the way, here we go. And then afterwards, on the way back, we were just all proud of ourselves. And that feeling, it's like I suppose it's like being an Olympian. And then I think it's just that it's just going for more and going for more and I don't know is the answer I think it's just I love having something to focus on and I think what's really good for your mind during COVID during anything if you've got something that lights you up that you're passionate about and I'm lucky I've got a passion for it then it distracts everything else you've just like what Oprah Winfrey says again keep your eye on the prize and put your blinkers up to the side because social media can get in your blinkers a little bit so I don't look massively I keep my eye on the prize and just keep on going yeah yeah I love that I'm lucky I'm lucky I feel very blessed that I'm the way I am if if that sounded big-headed I'm not big-headed but I'm just really grateful that I've got that drive but then again I think everybody can have that drive if they've got something that they're passionate about yeah well you you did the work right like it doesn't just come I don't think it just comes easily like you have have to be willing to like dig into the places that do feel uncomfortable and step 
forward because a lot of people, you know, I always say it's like that that monster in the closet, like, well, what if people like let all the what ifs or this might happen or this might happen. And so they let all that fear stop them. And you kind of let it propel you, which is hard. I think I'm quite comfortable with being uncomfortable. Whereas before you're kind of more like, that feels uncomfortable. Whereas I'm quite used to that feeling. It's quite nice. It's funny, right? I was thinking about this the other day. So I don't know if you know, but I had COVID. I think, you know, I had COVID over Christmas and I was poorly for a couple of weeks. And it was a very enlightening moment for me because I, I slipped into somebody that had COVID. All of a sudden, people were like, are you okay? Giving me this attention. And my reality became laying in bed. Now, I am going somewhere with this, but you know, when some people always seem to go out with guys that treat them bad and they and they just keep always and the reason is is your mind likes what it knows Mm. so people will always go out with the bad guy because when the good guy comes along it doesn't the mind it just feels it doesn't feel like home like the the brain is frightened of anything new but I noticed with COVID my brain got very used to being Vicky that had COVID if you see what I'm saying, mm-hmm. that I had to, and then people were saying, what about long COVID? And, and I know that people get it and everything, but I would think I was quite lucky. I only was poorly for two weeks, but I had to snap myself into work and I didn't feel very well. I didn't feel brilliant, but that, that change. And, and then I then changed to be Vicky, who was back at work, made me put quite a lot of perspective into people that have addictions well, or people that are used to, always being that person that's always ill or always getting attention from that because their brain is used to being that person that sometimes you have to force yourself to be somebody else it's a bit like if you're dieting you know when you know that you're going to start dieting you might go to this club and you know the next day you start this new diet and it all feels uncomfortable and new but then when someone says come out for a meal but you've been on this diet for ages then eating normally feels really uncomfortable and new it just made me analyze myself and I noticed that I could have very easily stayed Vicky that had COVID Mm, yeah I'm very aware that it's not the same for everybody but for me I think I could have slipped into someone that could have been in bed for a month but the best thing that I did was once I felt well enough was just doing little baby steps to become more back to my old self and then my mind got used to being Vicky that was before COVID yeah am I making any sense yeah, totally. And I, it's, it reminded me of this quote that I heard the other day, instead of, you know, you've heard, we've all heard the quote, fake it before you make it, but it, this yes. is, but don't fake it because you don't want to be something you're not, but this was yeah. faith, faith it before you make it. So have the faith that you will make it. And I was like, oh, I like that because that is more genuine, like just believe and act as if it is going to happen, right? Just believe like what, you know, one of my quotes is like, what if you couldn't, what would you do if you couldn't fail? What if you, what would you do if you believed that you couldn't fail? Ah, that's nice. I do this thing. There's a guy, you might've heard of him, Dr. Joe Dispenser. He talks a lot. Mm -hmm. He talks a lot about how we live our future by our past memories. Mm. So you will have a goal mm. and you've only got your past memories to go forward with. And it's really nice, actually. And I do it at the end of my meditation and I do it in the morning. 
I vision my day going the best possible way rather than what the, you know, and I think if you can start living your future in a thought that you want to happen rather than a record of the past, it can really help you see things differently or feel differently. And it it creates new neuroplasticity in the mind that just helps you believe in yourself a little bit more, or maybe it will just work out. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. And what I also love about all this is, you know, and I know, you know, like Tony Robbins has that quote and other people have had the quote too. So it wasn't his originally that success is, you know, 80% mindset and 20% strategies, right? So if you give somebody all the strategies in the world, like you can teach them exactly how to do Instagram or exactly how to do, you know, how to get clients, but if they don't believe that they can do it, they'll find a way to kind of sabotage, you know, the results or, or not, you know, so all of this mindset for anybody that's listening, if you're just like, wow, I don't even know where to go. Just take one thing that Vicky has dropped so many knowledge. I'm sorry. No, no. What are you sorry? I get too passionate. No. I know. I I get too passionate. It's like gems of wisdom. I always say like so many gems in here that you can find, right? And even if you just take one, if you're like, wow, there's just so much, you know, we also then have a tendency to just say, we have two tendencies to say, oh, I've heard that before. And so back to what Vicky was saying before, we kind of categorize it as if we already know it, right? Mm -hmm. And the difference in knowledge and knowing. So you might you could read a book on how to ride a bike or you could read a book on how to swim, but until you get in the water, you don't know how to swim. So you have the knowledge, but you don't have the knowing, right? So same thing with the riding a bike. until You figure out the balance. So you might've heard some of these things before and be like, oh, I know that and have the knowledge. But if you take one, just even one of these gems that, that Vicky has told you that to put it into practice setting your phone alarm for, let's just recap a few of them because there's so many, like set the phone alarm saying an I am statement. I am statement. I am whatever it is that you want to be. Set your alarms to go off every day, three times a day, morning, afternoon, evening. Yes. Another and do um, that, tag us. But if you get, if you want to go an extra step, if you're like an, an overachiever, screenshot us, tag Vicky and myself on social media. We'd oh, love to see nice. it. Yeah, we would so cheer them on, right? And then then they would get yeah. that dopamine hit and we and then it would motivate you to do it again and again, right? And then you would try the next thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and the next thing you were gonna give them one more. We're just recapping one more things that we said. Like, what else would you say? Like we said you could journal some affirmations if you find that is easier for you. I think it's finding your purpose really good. Okay, uh, another one we spoke about is make a pact with yourself that if there's something that's bothering you, if you're catching yourself feeling annoyed at something that you've done, then make a pact with yourself to just check what you're annoyed about. Can you change it? Because if you can't, look for the lesson and then just move on because you're literally torturing yourself. So I think that's a really, a really good one to do as well. Oh, also, I'm, I'm gonna, can I build on that for just a moment? Don't, I don't want you to forget your thought, but the one thing I would build on that is make sure that it is absolutely true. So in our mind, our beliefs are true to us, but they might not absolutely be true. So for example, it could be a cloudy day and you might say, well, the sun is, 
is not out. Well, the sun is always out. It's just the clouds are over it, right? So look for points where it might not absolutely be true. Or like, for example, people will say the sky is always blue. Well, the sky is not always blue. Sometimes it's dark, dark gray. Sometimes it's pink with the sunset. Sometimes it changes. Like look for things that you think are absolute truths and kind of poke holes in it. So if you think like, oh, I'll never be good at this. Well, look at ways that you can be good at that. Like find things where you can kind of see that that statement's not 100% true. So go ahead for the, the last one. Definitely repetition. Just, I know we've said the alarms, but write down good things all the time and think good things, say good things. Don't allow yourself to say bad things like, why am I so stupid? You're not stupid. Um, You know, you are incredible. We are all incredible. We're all, we all have the ability to do anything no one was ever they didn't get born and they could do fabulous eyebrows straight away or run a business everybody learned it and they kept learning and growing didn't they so I think it's about accepting the fact that the mistakes is where the gold is isn't it the errors is where the gold is so if if you're if you can at least if you find yourself being annoyed with yourself just check is it changeable if it isn't then look for the lesson and just let it go because you're too beautiful to torture yourself all day long. Yeah. Love that. Love that. So, so good. And I love that this is like, we're having this at the beginning of 2021 because this is like what people need to hear, right? This is like, hopefully Mm -hmm. this is touching someone. And this was like, if you have found this either video or podcast today, it was like, this is the message that you were meant to hear. So anything else that would like make this complete, Anything else that you want to add? And then also, like, how can they find you? How can they connect with you? What exciting things other than the secret that you can't tell us? What what else is going on? <laughs> um, one other thing, right, April, I just want to mention, because I feel like it's really important to help people empower themselves. Yes. Um, is questions. When you, your brain has to answer a question. It cannot not answer a question. So if you and I were talking and I was like, oh, what was the name of that um, actor? Eventually, I might not remember it now, but tonight my brain will search for the answer to that question. So it's really good way of if you're around someone who is feeling a bit down right now, maybe, you know, because of COVID or just because of business, someone could be saying, oh, my goodness, it's just why is it not working out for me? I've got no money. My simple question would be, how can you make it work out for you? Because your brain has to search, but it has to finish the question. So it's really nice when you're around someone or talking to someone, because at the moment, sometimes the conversation is a little bit, uh, that we don't tend to look for, how can I make it right? Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes. So questions, I, I talk a whole bit about questions because you can. Em- I, I can empower someone purely through a conversation through questions and you know with my breast cancer people I will always say what's been the best thing that's come out of having breast cancer and they always answer yeah you know what's been the best thing about COVID there's always something like you've had I know that there's awful stuff too April I know that but you've had this time with your children now that you would probably never have had we've all had the time to actually download and how often as artists did we moan that we never had time Everybody, everybody on the planet said they didn't have enough time. I've learned so much in lockdown. I'm so grateful because we're still in lockdown now. I think we're going to carry on till April or something. Um, Same here. I'm like, uh huh. California. Like, right, what? Yes, you've been locked down for ages. 
eight months, then we were open for a month and a half and then back on lockdown again. Wow. Do you know there's so much you can learn in that time though, right? Yeah, I mean, it's... I'm a learning machine. I'm obsessed. Yes. Yeah, me too. I, but I, I'm, not, I'm not homeschooling though, so I'm quite lucky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a whole different level of... If you want to learn patience, just become a teacher. Yeah, I don't know how people do it. I'm lucky. Oh. My son's 17. I'm like, uh, go and get yourself something to eat. Off he goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, oh, so yes. how can they find you? How can they connect with you? What exciting things coming forward? Um, okay, so I've got my website, which is vickymartinmethod.com. My Facebook, which is Vicky Martin. I have two of them. So it's Vicky with a Y, not Vicky, Vicky with an I is secret for when I got blocked. Um, <laughs> I have so many exciting things coming forward in the areola world and in the mindset world because my actual method is the combination of the artwork and empower. I embed both of them in my classes. So I'm going to be doing a lot more about my special morning, about my meditation, about classes, about being, there's just so much. I would just keep your eye on my Facebook page, my Instagram, I put a lot on there and that's Vicky Martin VMM. VMM right. for, for the Vicky Martin method, right? Yes. Yes. And also my YouTube is Vicky Martin method. I have loads of videos on there. I have the giant boob on there. It's all on there. You can, there's loads of stuff on there to, if you want to, if you want to really just have a look. If you want to go down a rabbit hole. Yes. <laughs> How many times do we go down? Right. Yeah. There's a, it's a weird rabbit hole. Be careful. Yes. So if you want to get your frozen off the floor and you want to get frozen off the floor, get your frozen off the floor, people, this is a time to, Make a new start and look at it for what it is. Put it back in the freezer and move on, right? And can I say, if anybody wants to challenge me for the title of being the best go-karter, I sounded very common then. Honestly, when we can move, we'll have a go-kart off again. I know better. I'm like, I almost lost my life that day. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were... I thought we were just having a little race around the track. I didn't know that we were taking people out. She was like off at the Come knee. Come on, April. No, April, you were just as bad. We were both like, <laughs> you know it in your heart. You know you wanted to win as well. I was like, oh, I thought she loved me. I was like, I see. I'm just a casualty on the course. It was your face when I made you spin on the track. <laughs> Sorry, everybody, you kind of have to be there. Isn't it annoying when someone has a laugh and they don't know what, like that? You have to be there. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, anyway. as it always is. And I love that we can yes. have those moments where we just crack up and just just have just wickedly wild fun. And then also we can have these moments where we can also talk about like things that really um, have helped us. And, um, yes. and guys, like, Here's the thing, like with Vicky and I, we're still like on this path. I think that's where we're, we're both seekers. We're seeking to yeah. find like things that will, you know, help us help others. And so, and you know, if any of this, you know, has resonated with you, reach out to us and so, so good. So I just want to thank you for your time because you're always so gracious and fun and just every, everything I said at the beginning, we'll just put it back at the end again. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, please don't thank me. I'm just grateful to 
be here and I love chatting with you. You're a beautiful, beautiful soul as well, April. You really, really are. Thank See, you, you're seeing you. people what lies within yourself. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.